0: Hey, guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the Top Producing Zone podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Jinn.
1: And I'm Shane Carvalho.
0: So Shane and I are really excited today to welcome Norm Kinsey to the show. So Norm is a uh, fellow Silicon Valley kid, uh, grew up in Pleasanton. He started his uh, entrepreneurial journey at 23 years old, stumbled on Jay Rockcliffe Realtors by chance and just started calling 350 other agents to understand their real estate business and digital marketing pain points. Eight years later, he's met 5,000 agents, served 2,500 agents, and now is supporting hundreds of agents with the Liftoff Agent Program in 10 different states, helping real estate agents build local authority and skyrocket their business. So with that, Norm, welcome to the show. It's my first time meeting you, but super excited to have you with us. Well, thank you so much.
2: I, I love that. And uh, super grateful for the opportunity to be able to share a little bit of my story, who I am, what I'm doing, and be able to add value to your, to your listeners. So thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. So let's, uh, let's dig into this, Norm. Like, Let's start off with the story of, I mean, you just happened to stumble on this real estate business and it kind of really just skyrocketed to you to where you are today. Like, How did that all happen?
2: Yeah, most definitely. It definitely took some time, right? It just wasn't yeah, overnight. Yeah. I was actually looking at an agreement from twenty fourteen. I'm like, Oh my God, it's been almost ten years. What the heck? That's crazy. But um <laughs> but you know, when you're when you're someone who knows that like I was never seen as an asset and I was always someone that was kind of I don't know, just do your job, right? Just do your job. And I worked at Costco and Monument car parts and Safeway uh, grocery store and just different places. And I just really just, just, I don't know. I just felt like I just wasn't of value. And I just would ask questions and they would say, just don't ask questions and just do your job. And I'm like, man, this nine to five thing sucks. And so I was wanting to figure out a way to be able to add value to a community and um, and just come from a place of, of service and understanding what are they going through, what's happening, where's the holes. And so, you know, Jay Rockcliffe Realtors, when I called them and called the 350 agents, they're like, hey, like, we want to be different from our colleagues. We want to have control from broker to broker. And we want the same support as a top performing real estate professional. Because, you know, back before 2008, you would have title companies doing favors buying ball t- ball tickets or whatever uh, taking agents out to lunch and whining and dining and, and there's a lot of favoritism right because of someone who's a top producer and so after calling the 350 agents and then fast forwarding you know 10 years now it's probably you know even what you said it's probably 6000 agents now and you know 3000 served and so on and so forth but um, but I saw the holes and after seeing the holes and seeing an opportunity and I didn't have no marketing budget so I'm like hey I got the passion I got got the drive. I got the will. I got the want. Um, I'm already making some money. I don't need to sell anyone and anything. So when I made those phone calls, I just listened with serious intent, listened with two ears, just spoke with one mouth and they told me what was going on. Um, and it helped us craft up a solution that we have for today, which I still think and feel and believe that is still not being really adapted. Um, and I feel like we're still ahead and there's still so much more to do, which is, uh, exciting, exciting. So that kind of is the the beginning, I guess you could say, of, of liftoff agent.
1: That is exciting, and it's funny because you know when you talk about time flying and going back to those days, you know, for a lot of our listeners, they weren't even. I mean, some of them were probably still in elementary school at the time. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I do remember like the wine and dine and how all that went. And then I've right. You know, for, fortunately, I was a top producer. Well, I guess I say I am a top producer, but back in those days, I uh, there was a lot of favoritism if you were you know, doing a lot of mortgages or selling a lot of houses, Mm -hmm. you're definitely getting treated. So it's it's funny to hear that from someone just because lately I just feel like we don't go down memory lane enough, you know? Right. I remember there was a time too where we used to like go into buildings and
2: like Handshake and bring in a laptop and meet with the agents and go through that process and then starting to go on to Zoom was kind of weird, but then COVID just kick just skyrocketed that opportunity to be able to meet over Zoom and transact and do business. Which now, like I moved out of California three years now, I'm outside of Scottsdale in Gilbert, Arizona, and my whole business is conducted virtually like this. It's just it's crazy how things have shifted and changed.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. No more fax machines and stacks of documents and carbon copy <laughs> contracts. Go ahead, Michael. Jen, I know you're itching for this one. Hey, Amen.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, no. That's that's it sounds like a foreign concept to me. Um, but hey, Norm, you mentioned you, you you feel like you guys are still kind of ahead of the game. So where do you feel like you know agents these days are really not capitalizing on the opportunity to just kind of skyrocket their business?
2: So I'll tell you a story. It's a good one, I promise. So it's three, two and a half, three weeks ago. It was a Friday, and um, I meet this individual. His name is Christopher. He's over in Dallas, Texas. And um, he finds us online because of one of our websites. And so, uh, either of you or anyone who's listening, remember the Tiger King story—that whole oh, yeah. documentary and story. Okay, so lo and behold, this is the detective on the case oh, who shit. literally, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what? You're what? So he was the detective <laughs> on the case. He got his real estate license. He got he got hurt, and he served in the military and the whole nine. Um, and so he he basically was going to retire. So now he's retired out of that. Um, and so now he's looking at real estate as something he potentially could do. And he had a custom built home, the whole nine sold that now lives into this community knows one of our clients is actually his neighbor, and so um so what I'm seeing is and now he's coming into the business with high interest rates right we're in mm-hmm. what october thirty first happy Halloween, everyone out there um high interest rates, low inventory, and with that being a thing, it's like well, if you're it, a lot of agents are getting out right I don't know what NAR, NAR said like sixty five thousand plus agents are getting out of the business. Because of the fact that if, you know, it's not like, it's not like the the 2.575 interest rates in 2020 and and people are just getting hand fed. Now you actually have to understand your standard operating procedures, your key performance indicators and where's the income producing activities, right? You got to really be, and and we have clients calling us now like, oh, we need to track our ROI. It's like, oh my God, I've been telling that for, telling that for years. (laughs) So long story short, I meet with them. He sees our model. We can You can start up with us. You can ramp up with us. You could scale up with us. And he's interested in scale up. So he wants to get on YouTube. He wants to, he needs a thumbnail, the copy, the editing. He needs it full scale done. And he wants to be able to showcase his community. So he understands the value of showcasing the community. He understands the value of automation. Like, hey, here's the buying process. Here's the selling process. And then what he wants to do is, which I haven't heard any agents do, is literally form relationships with local restaurants and actually build up his search engine optimization to a point where the local restaurants will pay him to be featured on his site. I'm like, that's super smart. Okay. And so we deployed our YouTube channel. Uh, shout out Mike Sherry, he's a good friend of mine. And you know he's, he's one of my inspirations and he has a, a massive YouTube channel. Uh, I'm coming for you, Mike. You better watch out. Um, and so about a month and a half, two months ago, I kicked off ours. And at the end of the meeting, going through everything, he went with our scale up plan. And he saw the value. He, he understands you know, how we're helping A to Z and, and really mentoring and coaching and, and, and taking a lot of stuff off his plate so he can delegate. Now, obviously, it costs, right? We're not the cheapest, not the most expensive, but he had the budget. And I said, I'm going to send you our YouTube channel. And he said, okay, uh, you don't have to do that. I've already watched 17 of your videos, which was perfect because now I'm right. leveraging my past efforts for my future successes, right? And so I don't have to do anything besides film the content, my team does the editing, the thumbnail, the copy, everything. And now I'm going into this meeting and I look at this and a lot of agents would think about this. It's like like a celebrity fan type relationship. You're the celebrity. The yep. fan is who watches your content, who now has this, like, they just, they can't wait to meet you. You're an awesome person, the whole nine. I mean, I'm sure Mike Schwar gets that all the time. Right. And, and then now here we are. So those are some things that I think that agents really should capitalize on and think about. And a story that just came up most recently of someone that watched our channel also saw the value prop and, and, and understands what it looks like in his future goals to like take advantage of this YouTube thing. And like, film content and have that there for Evergreen forever. And then to use that for, you know, meeting someone for a formal listing presentation or use it for his business practice, which is, I think super smart.
1: That is actually brilliant. And it's, you brought up the point to, you know, like with making the video, like it's, the thing is, is that, you know, there's no, like when people actually get to the point where they're meeting with you, they already know what they're walking into. So it's like, like we could unpack so many different things here. I mean, you know, first of all, your efficiency. No wonder you're scaling so fast. Like it's you really like you've left the only piece of mystery to actually just chatting with you. Like it's already all out there. <laughs> right? I mean, am I right? Is that-
2: yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty much, right. I mean, it, it takes it takes a lot of time, right, to get to a point where you can articulate. A conversation and a story and all the things to kind of, kind of be in line, right? And so that's where I think that when individuals know where they're going and they're very deliberate and focused and they understand like, this is what I want. And I might not know how to get there and it might not happen tomorrow, but I know that this is what I want and I have unwavering beliefs of that. And you know, like, you know, if we want to innovate the industry and our goal is 15,000 agents in 10 years. And that's $136 million a year at $800 per month per agent. It's not even about the money. I'm just saying, like, I know where I want to go, right, and what that looks like and how we want to change the structure and the construct of what the industry looks like by leveling up the standard, right? Because if agents don't have marketing degrees and business degrees and they throw the spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks... That's the problem. They just, they're just trying. They're, and then there's so many courses and opportunities and this and that and everything else. Like there's no standard, right? And you're not getting that from the powers and B and it's not in the course that you're taking to get your license.
0: Well, and the other thing, like I wanted to hone in on was just, you know, it, it was interesting with, with, uh, Chris, Christopher in your example, like, he, yeah, I mean, you never know who's watching your videos as you're putting it out there. Um, and I gotta say like that, that celebrity feeling is kind of, it, it is kind of fun, right? <laughs> but, it's it's really fun. Like I mean, Shane and I kind of uh, I I experienced it to a smaller degree. Shane to a bigger degree when we we're at ExpCon back in, in Vegas. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I'll take it. I mean, somebody like somebody was like, oh yeah, I listened to you guys on the podcast, and I was like, oh, that's fantastic. I didn't even realize that um and it's 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 a fun feeling it motivates you to want to try to do more
2: <laughs> dude amen to that and it's isn't it so funny anyone who's listening to it could probably relate to this like you put all this content out and you get views you see that some shares you see that but like no comments right and then you go to an event and someone will come up to you and be like oh my god i love your content and this and that i'm like you never said anything I, I never saw a comment or anything like what do you mean like okay well thanks i appreciate it you know
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so like for agents. And it was interesting, the example that you gave about Christopher, he kind of knew he saw the value in getting yeah. online, getting on YouTube, mm-hmm. he knew kind of what he wanted, and he wanted to grow and scale. But for other agents, like, how do you help them like overcome that? Like, Oh, I don't want to, like, I don't want to I don't feel comfortable on camera. I don't want to get on social media, or maybe like, I have so much content before, can I just leverage it? How do I go about doing that? Like how, like, what kind of advice would you give to agents to, to get started?
2: Yeah, no, I love that. You know, I'll give you another quick story. Yeah, Um, so there's an agent. Agent yesterday, right? She was uh, she was a formal um, actress. So she was an actress back in the 1980s, and she was a client of ours from one of our referral partners who was a coach. Um, And so, more traditional coaching on everyone knows like mailers, pop buys, the good old days of, of of marketing. And so I said, that's interesting because she wanted to look at downgrading and options because her business and a lot of agents out there because of the interest rates and low inventory are kind of struggling. Winners are winning and and those that are are not really dialed and don't really have unwavering belief in what they want are having having a harder time. And so I said, that's interesting that like you're an actress, but you don't want to get on video. And she said, oh, well, there's a difference. She's like, you know, I'm not playing me. I'm playing someone else and I have a role to fill and majority of actresses are actually shy. I was like, wow, I never even thought about that before. And I think that the biggest advice I can give to keep it as simple as possible is that if if you want it bad enough, you'll get out of your own way and you'll make it happen. If you're going to think about the fact that you need to have, you know, the hat, the hair, the clothes, the, the whatever, the technology and everything needs to be perfect, then you're basically setting yourself up with roadblocks and excuses of why you don't have what you want. And that's why you don't have them. Right. So that's why it's like start off with and I'll give I'll give some really good advice. Right now, low that. inventory, high interest rates. Here's your demographics to market to plain and simple divorce is always happening. It doesn't matter where the interest rates are. If you get a divorce, you're selling the house, you want your money. Probate, it's always happening. Downsizing, always happening. And distress because you're going to foreclosure is always happening. And relocation is always happening because corporate jobs. Those are five different demographics right now that if you wanted to get on YouTube, think about this. YouTube, people go there to learn my toilet's broken, I need to fix this, whatever. They go on there to learn. And, and truth to be told, a YouTube video needs to be 10 to 15 minutes long. On social media, you're there to be entertained. That's why you go on social media, to be entertained. So you do the long form on the YouTube channel around those five different demographics, you don't need to do any funny editing or anything. Just get it out there, right? Go on to Canva, to get your thumbnail, get it out there. Use AI, to write up your write-up, transcribe the video, whatever you got to do. Just get out there. This is free stuff. YouTube doesn't cost you nothing. And then, you know, cut it up shorter, put it onto your other channels, and then drive that traffic. And watch, watch the magic happen as you're consistent over and over and over again. But that would be the, 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 the long short of it is just get out of your own way. If you really want to make it happen and you want to have success in this industry, you're going to have to do what you got to do to make it happen.
0: And what about the agents who like, you know, they're like, oh, I, I have a ton of video content. I have like past content. Uh, mm-hmm. I have no mm-hmm. idea where to go in terms of, you know, getting it organized or like putting it out there, like what advice would you have for them?
2: I love that. I love that. Depending on the content, you would really want to go deep dive into it. If if it's long and informative and someone can learn something from it, then you put it on YouTube. Um, If it's shorter and it's something that you could still use and you could put it onto your Instagram, fantastic. But then you also have to ask yourself the question is, is that content you already have currently going to serve those five different target demographics yep. based off the market we're in right now? Because at the end of the day, if you want to go long-term game, like a Ryan Serhant says, hey, I'm filming content for my future clients. And it's I'm doing every platform because it might be reaching out to someone who's 18 and won't buy from me for 10 years, but yep. he's already thinking that far down the line.
1: So I have a, actually a question, not to take you off that route, but... I mean, you obviously, you're doing this at a high level. You're doing this. Your people are paying you to, you know, to do what you do. Like, I mean, you're obviously like, and you'll mention Mike too. And I mean, you guys really have gone to like the next level to really kind of, it's almost like people talk about biohacking and all this other hacking and travel hacking and everything else. This is almost like marketing hacking, right? Yeah. So the thing is, is like, when you get to a certain level, it's like you just kind of, you know, more than like, x amount percentage of you know everybody out there so it's like where are you getting your information like how are you staying ahead of everybody knowing where you should be short form or long form or turn it this way or turn it that way or this is the algorithm like what what's a trusted source right there's so much out there
2: there is so much out there i would say that you kind of just be open to all things. I love to learn from all different people, whether it's Mike Sharar living in Dallas, Texas, Levi Lassick and Travis or Adam Hancock who's crushing it. Those are just some people to check out on the YouTube side. Um, then I also like to learn from, you know, some of the different, um, some of the different influencers. It doesn't matter if it's, uh, you have like Ed Sulak, which is awesome. He was on our podcast to um, the Cole Cog guy. What's his name? Top of my head. Uh, it's coming to me right now. Um, I can't think of his name off the top my head or not i don't know why but it'll come to me so and then also like having a podcast like we're on right now or I'm having this amazing opportunity to be on is great because I can interview people and learn from what's going on right and then you of course hear in the news interest rates what's going on and so on and so forth and then uh, Dan Gandhi, our co-host he's always putting out great content as well so I think just being mindful and listening and learning and seeing what's out there is always good to just just to kind of to take from and then I feel like when you really have like a clear understanding of what you want like and if you have an open mind you'll kind of be led to the direction that's going to fit you the best. And so if you want to do door knocking and FSBOs and making phone calls and traditional stuff, cause you don't want to be on video, then you're going to go and you're going to follow kind of like a, like a, not a Tom Ferry, but a Mike Ferry, right? If you want to get on social media and you, you want to do video and you want to do something more along those lines, depending on if it's long form YouTube, then you're going to look at like a living in Dallas, Texas or Mike Sherrard or some of those, like those people. Um, or if you just want to do trending content, um, you know, it could just be someone that you want to just look at who has trending content it's a bunch of different people like Sean King and in this, the world's so small in real estate. As soon as you get on Instagram and you start following everyone and you start seeing the inner circles, it, it's kind of like, you you just kind of see the writing on the wall. I don't know. I hope that, I hope that answered your question.
1: Well, no, totally. And, and I mean, and that's great that you're actually sharing some of your sources. I wasn't even necessarily trying to get the out, you know, your secrets or anything. It was just more <laughs> just, well, being in this business for so long, you know, I mean, I just, Actually, I just was on Mike's channel. Like, we just did an interview. Mike put me out on his YouTube channel yesterday. And it was, uh, it ended up, I mean, I got a little too passionate towards the end, but you know, it was interesting because, um, you know, I really pride myself on not listening to all the noise. You know, I'm just always Mm. like, I'm always kind of on the front edge myself with what I do and with the business. And I don't let the noise and the outside influence impact my ability to make a living or to be successful. I like that. And clearly you're in that same realm doing what you do. Mm-hmm. It's just that I'm super intrigued. I mean, the reason I joined Mike when I joined XP was exactly because of the fact that this whole thing you guys do, that's the weakness, right? Like I've been in this business for so many years. I can build it, finance it, flip it, sell it, Airbnb it, furnish it, you know, whatever, remodel it. Like I got the business just like completely mastered and as far as just being a professional there, but this mm-hmm. is where I'm weak on this side. And that's why I'm always so intrigued, right? Because then you probably think about building a house and you look at me, and you're like, God, that's crazy. He can do all that, right? So it's probably like you probably feel that way about certain things like with other people, right? But yeah. for me, it's like, you know, this whole social media, like higher level marketing thing you guys do. It's almost like you walk on water, you know, this stuff really it blows me away. Michael can attest to that. You're,
0: you're, you're too
2: kind. You're too kind. No, it's true. It's true. It, it's an interesting... It's interesting to see the lay of the land and kind of how things are shifting and what's going on. Um, don't get me wrong. I don't spend very much time like consuming very much content at all. Um, either I'm I'm uh, associated with them because they're on the podcast or because at, at an event um, or I'm, I'm talking to them personally and we have some type of connection or relationship. Primarily is how I operate as far as um, high level. We also had our event last year, What's Next Real Estate? this time last year in san diego so mike sharbo was actually one of our keynote speakers uh amongst a bunch of other people as well so so i just kind of listen from afar right without letting because you can get to that da- what is it dialysis vital paralysis you get so deep you know it could be someone listening right Analysis, now this like, paralysis
1: is that the one you were thinking yeah. of dialysis paralysis yeah, yeah. needed vander to turn over one more letter for you
2: oh yeah what is it uh, uh is it prices right now it's not price right it's
1: uh Jeopardy. No, Wheel of, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Oh my God. But, no, this is good though. That means you're younger. So you, yeah, you just- That means that you're young.
0: Unfortunately, like, I got that. Just, so I guess that means I'm old, which uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, I don't uh, want to go there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to
2: go to trivia real quick. How old are we?
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Now, if you're watching on YouTube or streaming this on your podcast platform, if you could do us a favor, leave a comment down below and let us know where you're listening or watching the show from today. It greatly helps with the algorithm, and helps us get reach out to more people who need or want to hear what we have to say. We greatly appreciate it, and now back to the show. Well, Norm, I want to like continue on on kind of this the string and just say yeah. you follow a lot of people, you're learning from them through podcasts or occasionally checking out their content, mm-hmm. like. Where do you feel like, you know, are there common themes that you're seeing right now in terms of where they're taking their business or how they're approaching marketing on social media? Like where are all these kind of top people that are out there right now heading towards over the next like three to five years?
2: Yeah, Yeah. I love that. Great question. I feel like everyone has like their own flavor. Could be vanilla, could be chocolate, could be strawberry, right? They have their own flavor. And so you'll see people take somewhat the same approach, but kind of change the approach. Uh, the yeah. one thing that you see a lot of it is trending content, which is awesome. Um, and a big thing is, and it's almost gets me questioning. I'm like, holy cow, are you in real estate? Or are you like a producer? Because you see some of the content and it's such high level production. And we're talking like skits and and some of the funny stuff. Like you look at the broke agent and kind of what he's doing. And he built his whole foundation off of memes, which is totally fine, right? 236,000 plus followers. Now he has the Bam network, which is like hats off to him. That's amazing what he's done with that. Um, and then you have other individuals that, um, are doing more of the traditional kind of video walkthrough tours coming soon, just sold, just listed. Um, and then you have the people now are doing the YouTube thing. I think what's going to happen is, is that, I don't know, this, this is, this is kind of an interesting concept, but I'm going to throw it out there. Okay. So my wife and I, another story We're living in California, want to move here to uh, Arizona. There's Chandler, there's Gilbert, there's Scottsdale. It's all these different places, right? What do you have to do? You have to jump, get an airline, pick an airline, book your flight, get a car, get a place to stay, drive around, do all this research, right? You would have to do this yourself before technology. I just went on YouTube, found some random guy. He wasn't an agent on his iPhone filming different areas. So then I did the research of like, growth rate, all the things. And when you relocate, you got to find a new barber. You got to find the new restaurants you like and where to go shopping and all the things. Where's traffic at what time and where's the farmer's market and all the things. And so what I'm looking at it now is if you go on Google right now, you can go Google certain things and you can find out top restaurants and people leave reviews and stuff. But imagine the possibility of an agent being at the forefront of adding value like the living in Dallas, Texas or like the floor location guide And you're filming content around the schools and the parks and the restaurants and and maybe the buying process and selling process, but going deeper, we're interviewing the business owners and imagine being on like a Google earth and then you like zoom down in and you're almost like in Grand Theft Auto and you're going down, you're just going down the (laughs) boulevard, right? And as you're going down the boulevard, you're like, oh, there's a haircut place, right? And then you go and you click on that and then there's like an agent interviewing the, the person, right? Because... People buy from someone they know, like, and trust. And ever since COVID, people want to have more of a human connection more than ever. And yeah. that's where even with like our own company at Liftoff, instead of it just being like, it was funny, Shane on our podcast, he's like, I didn't even know your name. I thought you were just like Liftoff. So I'm actually playing around with the name of of Mr. Liftoff and then like having my face everywhere instead of having just the logo because people don't care so much about the logo as they care about... The the relationship, right? And you guys wearing the Wolfpack hat. It's more the relationship of what that means as a community than Mm -hmm. any one person, right? And so and so that's where I could imagine people adding more value and it turning into because the the world of real estate agents compared to commercial, it's the most emotional involvement of a transaction where agents are more kind of glorified therapists than they are like transaction specialist. And so that's why I feel like you see this trending content and these really cool videos. But I do see a whole nother world coming up where if you can do long form and you can educate and you can automate, AI is never going to replace that. And then if you have guides with type forms and you literally just wake up the next day and you're like, oh, my calendar's filled and I have these these forms filled out and I have three appointments and they're already pre-qualified and they're handed to you on a silver platter, that's way better than any lead that you would buy right? Or any trending content you have to produce. And then looking at your DMs to see what's coming in. That's what I want lift off the agent to be to the industry.
0: I, I love that. So my my background, we talked a little bit before we started recording is like, I, I, I'm i still working in corporate. I came up through the consulting uh, arena. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. so funny, the way that you kind of just broke that down in my head. I'm also... My background's in engineering. So I think like this, but I was like, Oh Man, yeah. Norm's just literally <laughs> like... If I think about how I do a consulting case and I lay out all the buckets, like you just literally did that. And I was going to ask you, but I think you already asked, answered this already. And so I think this is for our audience. If you're paying attention, like if you're struggling to get on video and you're wondering, how do I even start? play back that last part that Norm was just sharing because he literally lazed mm. out every single bucket full of topics for you to work off of.
2: No, that, that, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting, right? And I think that's what keeps, you know, when you, when you, when you have goals larger than life, these ideas come up and it's almost like, I don't know, it's universe, God, Buddha, whatever you want to call it. It's just almost yeah. like, here you go. And it's just like, whoa, that's really cool. And then, you know, you, go, you get an, an opportunity like this. I'm so grateful for both of you giving me this opportunity. And then for me to be able to share some of my energy with the world and just be able to give it back is uh, a part of my legacy because we're not promised tomorrow. So this is just, yeah,
0: this is awesome. So, I mean, I want to focus on your energy because I, well, one, I love your energy and two, I love your storytelling and you mentioned like of- when you were starting off your your business like you didn't really have background you didn't have training in any of this uh, it was just no. energy drive you knew what yep. you wanted you wanted to give value Like, would you say like, those are kind of the top things really anyone needs to kind of just go figure their way through things?
2: Oh my God. 100%. 100%. When you, when you come from a place of service and, and having a servant heart and you're not like, oh, I need to make this money or I got to pay my bills or they see through the bullshit, excuse my language. It makes a big difference. And I feel like, you know, you know, anyone who's out there, who's, who's just starving and new and excited. Why wouldn't you jump in and talk to someone at a store or wherever you're at and go and do whatever it is to basically be able to meet someone and to just talk and tell your story and just connect with someone. So that's why when I called the 350 agents and went through that process, I was more interested in connecting, understanding where they're, where they're, where they're coming from. And so what we do even to this day is we get feedback from our clientele and we want to ask for feedback. And, and And when we go through a strategy session... Was that helpful? Any feedback? What do you think? And so that way we can always, because I'm not going to drop any names, but I'm hearing it more and more in the industry where certain companies out there are giving companies like ours a bad, bad rep because of the baggage, because of the unprofessionalism, because of the, 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 the urgency that's not there. And because people are being treated like a number and because there's big corporations and VC funders and, and there's, there's, there's an agenda. There is no agenda here other than the fact that we are barely scratching the service and there's so much more to be had. And so that's why I think that anyone who's listening, growing your own company, just, just be you be true, have fun, right? And then you could do a cool Halloween party like we're doing today. You meet all the neighbors, right? I remember Shane on our podcast and he did that freaking awesome Halloween, uh, not Halloween, it was a, a New Year's event right before COVID hit. And he said it was one of the best events he did, which was just so much fun in the whole nine. I remember you talking about that story and, you know, whole house party. That
1: was a great <laughs> uh, holiday party right before COVID. And uh, I, you know, I definitely got to get back into doing that. I mean, it's been kind of a slow progression back to, normalcy in some aspects you know (laughs) just you know even socializing i feel like i'm well i can definitely still talk a lot but definitely feel like i'm re-socializing myself as far as getting together with people like that's just not common anymore it's always like hanging out and stuff it's like so many things just haven't quite gotten back set and not for any weird beliefs or anything like that it just you know just fall out of habit i guess i don't know Yeah, I see that. You're throwing a pretty raging party for Halloween tonight. That's pretty exciting. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. Bring over the neighbors. Got a little flyer that we put
2: together in the whole nine. And so we're actually working with one of the local uh, – actually, my friend. She's an agent with Keller Williams. And I said, let's do this. And then I put the Liftoff logo on there. I didn't need to. I just went and bought pizza and some stuff to just share with the neighbors and stuff like that. And I have a Liftoff truck that I branded out, Toyota Tacoma. So I'll put park that out there for fun. And nice. know, not expecting anything from it. But, you know, they always see the truck driving around. So if, if they can connect the dots and be like, oh, this is my neighbor and this is where he lives. It's brand it's like, awareness. Brand yep. awareness, yes, yes, exactly, exactly.
0: So, Norm, you, you, I mean, you're obviously driving and delivering a lot of value for your clients. Um, do you ever feel like you're giving too much away for free? Like, is is there a line that you draw, or what are your thoughts, and how do you approach? How do you approach that?
2: I love that. I love that. I feel like there's never enough that you can give. I feel like giving. The thing is, is that, and this is the issue. This is this is where the rubber doesn't meet the road, which I <laughs> wished it better. <laughs> is that the first, <laughs> dude? You could you know, get <laughs> a, you could give as much as you want to give, right? And depending on that person's drive or will or want, and like the goals that they have set for themselves, they either will take all of it, like someone on this podcast right now, and they'll go run with that, right? Or a lot of people will take and either take none or retain you can only retain about 10%. It's like earlier Michael said rewind play that back uh because a lot of people either need to be taking notes or watch this a couple times. And so I love to give the problem is is how much stuff sticks and then how much stuff actually gets implemented. One of the one of the scaling issues we have at this company is and we're now doing this more is like coaching on program, right? So they maximize program and and it's not so much like you know, well, and this is what a lot of companies in this space gets. Well, you know, I signed up, you know, I'm sure Shane's been through this. I signed up, you know, I, I probably should have did X, Y, and Z. I didn't do the things I needed to do. I'm sure someone's listening to me right now and same thing. Didn't do the things I needed to do. You know, the, I'm not seeing the ROI. It's not your fault. It's mine. I'm going to go ahead and cancel. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Right. And so, and so that's a big thing to hear in the industry a lot. And a lot of individuals out there uh, in this space is, is clouded. There's a lot of individuals, a lot of agents getting calls, text messages, the whole nine emails of, Hey, we got a service. We could do this. We could do that. Just like coaches and just like courses. It's all over the place. You, you literally say the right word. And it's like on your feed on your social media.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Well, but you got your people so well-trained that they come to you admitting what they're not doing. I mean, I try to get people to like take notes of their day or whatever to see what they are doing. It's like your people are just coming to you with like brutal like truth serum.
0: Yes, and I wonder if if that's part of kind of what you were talking about earlier, just in terms of how you go about building those relationships, right? Because to Mm -hmm. me, I I listened to what you were describing. Like it's very much a two way street between you and the realtors that you work with, right? You're asking them for feedback, and in a way, you're you're removing any kind of like wall or barrier for them in terms of any kind of feeling uncomfortable, like in terms of, Oh, can I really share this with Norm? Like, no, you yeah. absolutely can share it with you guys. And you open up that street with your clients. Yeah.
2: Which I feel like is huge, right? Because if you're going to be anyone, right? Buyer, seller, and you go through that process, yeah. you want them to open up to you as much as possible, because then they obviously trust, like, and know you. And my yeah. wife says it all the time. She's like, man, people just open up to you and like tell you like their whole life story and the whole nine. It's just because I'm an open book myself. And I have nothing to gain besides a new friend and someone that I could connect with and vibe with. And it's just, it's cool to just vibe and have a cool story like on, right now. And so that's where I feel like, you know, we have a 90% retention rate. I mean, our first client like retired with us. It's been blessings all around. Um I just would like to see more agents adopt within our ecosystem, adopt what we're talking about and doing so they can have more success with that. But at the end of the day, of the transaction volume is done by the top 10% of real estate professionals. And the reason why that is, is because the top 10% know what they want. They have unwavering beliefs and they think about it every single day, whether it's a vision board, they write it down, or uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about a mind movie, putting together a video that's like a mind movie of what your life will look like in the future. Like those people are the people that are thriving right now because you see it. There's people that are like, coming soon just sold just it's like dude there's inventory there's none like interest rates right and then you got these other people that are just like oh i gotta cancel i'm getting out of the business and all that type of stuff um and i think that it's good to have contrast on everyone's going to be the top top which is fine but uh but yeah that's just some of my feedback as far as just you know where the rubber meets the road and just people gotta just really ask themselves like what do they really want
1: well and then but actionable steps because that's the other thing too is too many Mm -hmm. people are absorbing like the guru social media stuff right and not enough of the tactical steps on how to get there. Or yeah. like there becomes, I learned this myself from, because I mean, obviously earlier I was saying how experienced or how seasoned I am, how yeah. long I've been doing it. I didn't realize till last year, how much distance I was leaving between me and the people that were trying to consume or learn or follow mm-hmm. some of the things I was doing. I didn't realize until last year, that big gap. Yeah, you know, like they're just like, and so I think that now with, you know, being able to give people actionable steps, like kind of just dialing it back to here's the steps you need to take that that's, you know, and I'm assuming, I mean, just based on, you know, your success and where you're headed. I mean, clearly, you know, you've been giving people those tactical track, you know, and practical steps because you're finding a lot of your clients to be successful. I mean, yeah. in real estate sales, you're right. Like 10% of us do 90% of the business. That's just how it's always been. Yeah, And um, you know, it's like, I tried to help the 90% as much as I can. I found that being overtaxing because you yeah. really got to help people that want to help themselves. Yes. So that was something else I learned in the last couple of years. Right. So, um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that um, thing. One thing I've been trying to improve on, even with my message and with, you know, creating inroads with people, mm. is it, it's almost like throw them like, it's like almost like, throwing you know like building a bridge or so i don't know i don't know what the right analogy is but it's almost like trying to connect with who you're helping like to meet them in a place where you know they understand what they need to do yeah and to just take like one step at a time to get there versus oh my god you're over there i got to get over there that's overwhelming that's intimidating so Mm. it sounds like like you do a really good job giving them the in between and yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to be better about that because yeah. I feel like I alienate, I alienate people sometimes because I'm way over here. I'm talking fast. I talk a lot. I'm like way over here, <laughs> and people are like, "Wait, how, what? Like, how? Wait, how? Where? What? You know?" So, anyway, no idea. I don't know I that I probably didn't even make sense right now, but at least like, oh, I got it across. I think
2: it did. <laughs> it, re- it reminded me of my wife when she's like literally like today, right? Party, right? All the things. I'm like, breathe, honey. Okay. One thing at a time. What do we have to do right now? Okay. We can't do all the things right now. And
1: now you're stressing yourself out. <laughs> it's the first thing. And I can, I can relate to the wife. Right? Michael Jinn will attest to that. <laughs>
0: I, I can relate to Norm. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, and I was going to say, I, I think you both kind of hit on this. There is, there is also kind of a timing aspect to this, right? Like Shane, mm-hmm. like you might be way over here and an agent might be, a newer agent might be over here. But mm-hmm. sometimes for us, it's just about planting that seed, right? Like, and, all the more important to kind of have evergreen content on YouTube, like coaching programs, whatever it is, because you never know, like you might've planned to see today, but like, you know, maybe a year or two, three or whatever down the road, they have that realization. And they're like, oh shit. Like, you know, I heard that way back when now what can I do about it? And that material is available, right? Like Shane, you see it with the agents in our downline. You and I talked about it just a couple of weeks ago, right? Agents that you know, might've joined EXP and the Wolfpack like two years ago, they weren't doing anything. And all of a sudden now, two years later, like, hey, that seed that was planted now is starting to grow and they're just going after it. I love that. Or
1: how about like, you know, I have an agent back East who came in to grow. He's really a networker and really good at growing and he wanted to grow his downline. Well, he's now one of the top 50 producers in all of New Jersey in sales. Wow. He's loving sales. He wants to grow his organization still, but all of a sudden he found... You know, he's one of my top sales guys in my organization. And this is somebody I hadn't sold houses before. And he just got all fired up about it. He's in the top 50 in the state of New Jersey, which is Congratulations. That that Yeah, no, that's awesome. always, always. But that, that speaks to what Michael's talking about. You, know, you just never know. And um, yeah, the evergreen content is something I got to put more out there. I mean, obviously, Michael and I have been doing the podcast now and finding other ways to get more of the information out there. But that's mm-hmm. somewhere that I feel like I'm still lacking a lot. And that's where like you and Sherrard are really good you yeah. know about getting it out there. Yeah, like case in point, um, I literally just met someone today.
2: We've been doing our email marketing campaigns, and it's nice we could do more because of our evergreen content on the YouTube side. So we literally did a video about um how to automate your real estate business utilizing YouTube. And so individual went to our event last year talking about planting a seed and, and it coming to fruition or, or growing into a plant, um, if you will. So twelve months later, set up a meeting. We met today, and he's talking about X, Y, and Z, and, and he's a tech guy, right? Comes from like SEO tech world. And so it. that one email, that one YouTube video caught his attention, set up a meeting, and then now potentially might be our next client here with us at Liftoff Agent. So just a case that's, in point. That's awesome.
0: All right. Well, I mean, Norm, we kind of want to wrap up with a couple of questions. Uh, the first one so is, guys, tell, give us three words that you just live by on a daily basis that drives who you are. Be relentless
2: absolutely relentless and when times are hard and you're hearing the negativity try to do the best you can to like know what's going on don't let it consume you and then be even more relentless like putting even more effort right and like like we had a 30 percent increase this month from last month in a shitty market because of the relentlessness and the mindset I, I love it. I
0: love that. I absolutely love that. And the, and the last question we always ask our guests is knowing everything that you know today, I know we talked, we touched on a lot of this stuff, but knowing everything that you know today, if you are a real estate agent, you're starting a business, what would you do? Get ready, take some notes.
2: I'm going to keep it super short and sweet, but I'll give you exactly what you need to do This is a step-by-step plan. Okay. Look at the market, see where it's at right now high interest rates, low inventory. We talked about the five target demographics, right? We talked about distress home sellers, someone who needs to relocate, death, probate, right? So really nail those down, okay? Now, if you're new in the business, you probably don't know someone who's dying tomorrow. Okay, that's fine, right? But what you can do is, is you can actually talk to a title company for downsizers, talk to a title company, and you can find out public record, from title, someone that's owned their home over 40 years, right? They bought it at 20, 40 years in, 40, 50, probably 60, maybe you need a little bit older data, whatever. There's an opportunity there. Probate, there's there's individuals out there that specialize in probate that are attorneys. You can reach out to probate attorneys right now and be able to figure out the opportunity of just getting relate, like If you're a hungry person and you reach out to a, a probate attorney. And this is no social media, no Evergreen, no nothing. This is just like boots on the ground. Shane, I'm sure you could probably relate to this. You know, reach out to that lawyer, that attorney and start building these relationships and try to get as many lunches as you possibly can, because that's going to start helping you bring in the deal flow, right? And opportunities. And honestly, negative sells more than positive. That's why the, the media, the news, all that says negative. Literally, Start filming YouTube videos on the subject or even do trending content on the subject of divorce. Like, don't wait until it's too late, right? Like, this is a process of selling your home. Are you thinking about getting divorced? divorce? It's not sexy topics, but it'll catch attention. It'll waver people to be like, oh my God. And it'll be way... Those are going to be more valuable than to be honest with you than a broker town, You reach out to your sphere of influence and call your friends, your uncle, your uncle, and all those people because you need to do that too. But that's going to be for long term, you might have someone that might hit six months or a year later, or right now, that's good. But then you need to be tactical and think about where's the market. How can you leverage these relationships strategically with title, with these attorneys? And if you're going to put stuff out there on social media, make sure it's in line with the focus point of who you want to target so you can be more deliberate and learn, 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 learn. 10,000 plus hours, become an expert in that subject. And as soon as you get the one piece down and you start seeing success, repeatedly scalable, approach of success, then you're like, all right, cool. Here's my KPIs. Here's the key performance indicators I need to focus on. Here's where the income producing activity is coming in. And then you just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. That's what I would really recommend for someone to do right now outside of taking a course or, you know, whatever, hiring some coach or guru or whatever the case may be. Just be more tactical and thoughtful of like, why is someone needing to buy or sell in a market that we're in like today?
1: That is awesome. That's very thorough. Go ahead, Michael Jen. I think you're going to say something. No,
0: I was just going to say thank thank you, Norm. I mean, it, we just love having you on, and that was tactical. That was applicable, value driven. Like that's just absolutely perfect and amazing. And for our listeners awesome. that like really connected with the things that you said today, like how can they you know connect with you to to have further conversations?
2: Yeah, most definitely. I'll keep it personal. If you just type in at realnlk3 r e a l. L-K-I-I-I on Instagram. Literally, my bio has all the links to all the other Instagram. Go to my stories. You'll see exactly where I'm at and what I'm doing in real life time because I share every single bit of my life on my stories. And I'm very transparent with everything that I do. So whether it's gym, cars, traveling, the whole nine, it's all there. And then you can go into the into the lift off agent world, see what's going on. Cause people buy from something they know like and trust first. And uh, I want to show you that I'm a real true authentic human being, taking care of my family, retiring my wife, having fun and and serving in an industry that I think that is under underserved.
0: I'm honestly I'm a, I'm probably going to be stalking you. I'm I'm going on my own vacation the, like on Thursday, but I'll probably be stalking you on Instagram, taking a look at all the fun adventures you're going to have in Korea and stuff, man.
2: Likewise, let's, 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 let's both have some fun with it. And I have some, I some secrets under my sleeve and we're going to like an exclusive island where you have to like take a flight to like a car, to like a boat, to this island. It's going to be super cool. So oh, and uh, I'm going to be surprised at my wife, my daughter with some stuff and it's going to be in line with her tea stuff that she loves. And so, but likewise, I've already started sniping. It's because you sniping, checking out, you know, stocking, all the things, power of social media.
0: We're yeah. we're wrapping it up. So Norm, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Love having you on. Um, we'll make sure like all your information is in the podcast information so our audience can connect. And so for those that tuned in this week, thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed this interview with Norm. And we will catch you on the next episode of the Top Producing Zone podcast.